Hello. Hello, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Mystic in the Machine. On time for once. On time, <laughs> slightly out of focus. On. <laughs> one, t- one second. <laughs> yeah, we're on time this week. Um, Jake didn't have any special fabulous events, so we've been uh, pretty low key. <laughs> Always blame it on me. It's your fault most of the time, though. <laughs> it's your well, your parents came to London. Yeah, for a, a night in Camden, a night which on is, the town. Yeah, which is really uh, strange. I thought for you them. were like, "Oh, your parents are coming. We're going to have a nice, like, civilized afternoon." It's like, yeah, we're in Camden. What, what, what should we do? Pub crawl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was expecting us to go to like a restaurant and like you know. Well, we did that as well. We did that too, but then we did like drink for the whole afternoon with your parents, which was really nice. And then all they wanted to talk to us about was like chat GBT. Like they were like <laughs> insisting that we explain chat GBT to us. And that seems to be the case whenever we hang out with anyone like over 40. They like assume that we ha- we like have What's all going the on knowledge. With this AI stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most common, most common question. So it was like drunkenly trying to explain chat GBT and like open AI and stuff to your parents <laughs> over the weekend, which is like pretty crazy. And then... My grandmother is in town. Um. <laughs> yeah, which he didn't let me know about. So it's definitely going to... She's yeah. going to be mad at me as well as yeah. you. I'm in trouble and she, we have to make a visit to Kent. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my grandma. Don't get me wrong. She's a wonderful woman. But like, every time I see her, she just like incessantly nags me about why she doesn't have great grandchildren yet. Why we're not married yet. <laughs> why why we're living in sin. <laughs> oh, why we're cohabiting. Um, and yeah, it's just like a lot of, it's just, I don't know, it's Nigerian culture. There's no way around it. It's just how it is. Yeah. Like I've asked my mom, cause I was like, I really want to have like a relationship with my grandma and for her to just mm-hmm. like talk to me about my life and Other her stuff. life and anything else whenever <laughs> I see her. Cause my mom was like, why don't you call your grandma? Like, why are you so like distant? And I'm like, it's cause like, that's all she ever talks about. And it's like annoying <laughs> and yeah. like i don't know if anyone else has these issues if any if anyone else is from like a traditional like family kind of thing <laughs> if that's like a thing but yeah i know that when we go to see her that's like all she's gonna want to talk about yeah i'm not looking forward to those like you gotta prep me and how to like best placate those conversations <laughs> just don't just nod I, just nod literally no because she's gonna want me to say something <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna ask me questions and, and and i'm gonna need an answer just nod and like smile and like <laughs> just concede which is basically what i do and like placate say all the things that you think will make them happy so that they leave you alone for like a, a year or two or whatever <laughs> 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 buy yourself some time with lies <laughs> wow but that's like literally she's like when are you when are you getting married where's your baby and i'm like oh my god grandma there's like aliens and like ai and maybe world war three and like all this other crazy shit going on like but trying to explain that to like someone of her generation is pointless but it's really interesting how like i'm and i'm also surprised at how curious your parents are mm. about this like kind of new shift because they really don't have to be no but at the <laughs> same time they were like I, they were they had like dial-up internet you know when i was pretty small and they were definitely like not people that shied away from that stuff. My yeah. dad always was into his gadgets and stuff. So <laughs> it's always just kind of gone on from there. Yeah. And even like my mum used to play like video games apparently when I was very small. Did she? Until she got just, yeah, didn't not into it anymore. When the I'm... PlayStation came along, it was just like, nah, it's too, it's too much. I wonder if I'll be a video game mom 
It depends. <laughs> like Animal Crossing and like Stardew Valley for sure. I think I think you'll definitely be a video game. Like <laughs> you'll be like fighting <laughs> for the controller. <laughs> well, no, you gotta you gotta you gotta guide them in like a sensible way. Do you know what I mean? But like, in ter- but in terms of your parents' like curiosity, what I mean by they don't have to be is like they already like have their shit sorted, mm. and this I guess turn in the economy isn't really gonna affect them that much especially because of the industry your dad works in like that's something that's always going to need people for now anyway robots haven't like replaced construction like physical well they're trying to in lots of ways do you think it'll get to that point well in the near future i don't think in the near future it's going to get to that point i don't i don't know it depends like and it i think this whole thing will like if it's done in a healthy way, bring up like a conversation around what work is and should be, and like yeah. what it what it it should be for not just you to have a salary, yeah, should be for you to like contribute to society mm-hmm. in some larger fashionable way, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if robots are kind of taking all of the menial jobs, then it sort of really puts more emphasis and focus onto sort of those things that can't be automated mm. and value like back to places where it kind of should have been yeah in, in lots of ways i think yeah i think i don't know i think that's kind of optimistic even though that should be the case i don't think that that will which is the scary thing about it and of course this week elon musk um wozniak a bunch of other like sort of tech giants uh you know signed this sort of open letter thing asking open ai to halt the um the progress that they're d- making on these like language models yeah um, what are your thoughts on? <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, on I don't know. I do. I do feel like uh, Elon Musk has just kind of got a little bit of sour grapes because he was like part of the founding of uh, OpenAI, mm. which is Dali two and ChatGPT and all the mm. stuff that's now kind of in with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was founded as like a a sort of open source and. Um, what do you call it, non-profit kind of venture. And then sort of uh, after he exited out about three months after that, they sort of flipped and was like, nah, we're going to start making money now. (laughs) And then, you know, and it's skyrocketed and it's gone further and further. And every week there's like further developments into stuff. And now there's like, yeah, that, that letter is kind of more about actually being able to kind of develop some counter to a lot of the... AI stuff mm-hmm. so that it can't fully run amok mm-hmm. and they can sense like when a fake video is fake yeah, and yeah, yeah. things like yeah, this yeah. because otherwise it was just going to get to a reality where but you can't trust anything, anything at all that you don't see with your yeah. own two eyes and yeah. then even those things that you see with your own two eyes might end up getting so crazy (laughs) you can't even quite believe those well i mean that's the thing is this week especially there's been a lot of excitement about the video um potential Mm -hmm. and it's not gotten to the point yet where it's uh, completely indistinguishable from reality but if you look at where it was like three months ago in comparison to where it is now where you can literally like create full scenes and stuff Mm. think about where it's going to be in the next three months year two years and yeah it will get to the point where certain uh, AI generated things are completely indistinguishable from like reality. And then it will cause a fracture in, in our, you know, reality tunnels. Like we were talking about reality tunnels last, last week. And Mm -hmm. 
it's already absurd currently think about just how much more absurd it's gonna get and like even though you're saying that you think some of the tech giants who wrote this open letter are doing sour grapes that may be true but like i do think that there are obviously concerns as well like i don't think that you should dismiss the concerns simply because you like Elon Musk's a dickhead or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Elon Musk is a dickhead. Oh, but, God. And not like in a, in a, like in a Libby way, but like he is just a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> but there's lots of dickheads, which is the thing. Like why are people like specifically rabidly annoyed about him in particular? Because the news is constantly about him. And that makes me irritated. <laughs> In the same I don't way like that, his like, face. <laughs> I don't care about the Kardashians yet. They're like forced Everywhere. in my face yeah. every fucking time you open a newspaper or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like I naturally will be like, Ugh, Elon, fuck off, <laughs> like go away. It's the same on Twitter. Um, he like made a joke about it a couple of months ago, where he posted that meme of like. You know that meme where the girl's like pouring milk down the Mm -hmm. other girl's throat and it was like my tweets, Twitter users or whatever. And like, yeah, on Twitter, he's like ubiquitous and like everywhere and just like... He bought a website so he can try and be the cool kid. (laughs) It's really sad. It's like a more pathetic Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Because at least Mark Zuckerberg actually like built Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, half stole, half built. You know, we've watched the film. (laughs) We've seen the story. (laughs) David Fincher did it justice for sure. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that. I enjoyed it. The Social Network is something definitely worth rewatching again if uh, if you're bored <laughs> and looking for something to put on in the background. I thought I really I thought Jesse Eisenberg was perfectly cast as well because I yeah. typically don't like him because I think he gives off dark triad like vibes, but mm. that just works so well for that <laughs> for that role. <laughs> like it was so fucking perfect. <laughs> it was but yeah. Back to the whole AI thing, yeah. Like, well, yeah, I've got a couple. I've got a couple clips if you want to see them oh, about yeah, yeah. sort of like crazy things that is happening with AI now. So there was like somebody this week that um, oh, is it done again? Come on, I just I just set you up, bro. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on, <laughs> OBS, you bitch. Oh no, no. <clears throat> oh, this is all not not going to plan at all. <laughs> hang on, hang on a minute. How does is it like something to do with the? It's OBS. Oh, it's not OBS. selecting the thing. I did this before the stream even. It's not selecting it now. Oh shit. Well, okay. Well, you're not gonna <laughs> see, you're not gonna see that. You're not gonna continue to see my Discord. But what messages. was the clip? What was the clip? The clip was basically this guy um, showcasing vocal um, vocal replacement technology. Mm-hmm. And so he had like a beat on the internet that he just kind of bought and then wrote a verse in the style of Kanye talking about him like, you know, all his recent mishaps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, but he rapped it, he rapped it. And then he used this uh, program or whatever, AI, to like change it to Kanye rapping that along. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like really creepy. Like oh my how god! Cl- how close it was that <laughs> oh he my just god. swapped his voice out for Kanye. Oh my god! And then he did a load of other examples with like Jay Z and a bunch of other people. Oh my god! And sort of then the concept of are you then going to have to copyright your actual voice, not necessarily your like your, yeah. And like I think those things are kind of like you couldn't just start making a, a t shirt or something of someone's face without them kind of signing off on it, right? No. 
Or, or you could, but they would have then like due legal course rights, to, yeah, to, to come, after, come you. after you. Yeah. So like, I think in the same way for AI, it's probably going to be seen like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's going to introduce like a whole new way that people are kind of thinking about themselves in the same way that like images and stuff kind of did <laughs> back, back in the days of yeah. like when existence was black and white. But even then, I think I don't think for now it's going to really affect people who aren't like known. Because nobody really is going to benefit from stealing, like, your face or, like, my face or whatever. Or, like, some rando's face. But for celebrities, and then also dead celebrities as well, like, their families, like, yeah. their estates. Yeah. All of those different things coming through. And well, then, yeah, sorry, go not, not even just in terms of those things. It can, it can replace it with a Kanye. But it can also make new voices. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of kind of hesitation around, you know you you're just going to eliminate so much fucking work and jobs yeah because it's not just the voice actor yeah it's then the studio that he went to record those things the engineers that work at the studio yeah like the people that like even well no the people that write the script probably are just there but then they're just prompting it into it into a machine oh yeah (laughs) but like they're they're the only safe ones and their job in even then isn't really like it's probably half powered by an ai that's giving them half of the script that they're prompting into the thing Mm -hmm. to generate Mm -hmm. more of the stuff that they need like and that's kind of where it's got i think it's going to break down like um you know separate it all from bullshit content to like meaningful content yeah so people work like you know James Cameron probably isn't going to use AI to make Avatar 3. How do you know? <laughs> well, you never fucking know because <laughs> that guy you know? is always trying to break the fucking boundaries when it comes to making films. <laughs> yeah, shit. he raises so you, the bar. Yeah, you never fucking know. Maybe James Cameron was a bad example. <laughs> yeah. But, like, <laughs> but any other film director, right, a big Hollywood film, mm. they're not going to like lean super heavily onto something that doesn't really quite breach the uncanny valley yet and quite get there mm-hmm. it's still not quite there mm-hmm. so it's not going to get quite used and stuff like that but you're a fucking company and you need to like make a video to train your staff on like how to empty the popcorn machine at a fucking cinema chain or yeah. something there's now no need to go to some company that their whole existence would be to make oh, these yeah. types of corporate oh, yeah. videos oh yeah or like not even, that's like a weird example but advertising all sorts well, of not shit. even just that things you wouldn't even expect like well that are kind of obvious but that you wouldn't really expect because of how much um ingenuity goes into them and creative creativity like there was this thing that went viral of a an artist that works in gaming mm-hmm. basically who kind of makes these models for games and basically they were talking about how depressed they became after um open ai came out and all of these different art art generating um artificial intelligences came out because as soon as it happened the game company that he was working for mm-hmm. was like hmm how can we implement this and like kind of make these different make they they sort of they framed it as make the workflow smoother but what they're really doing is kind of minimizing the creativity of yeah people in favor of like the ai or whatever and yeah. this person was talking about how depressed it made them and how it basically made them feel like everything they had been working their whole life towards was redundant and useless it also makes me feel for the kids that are like in uni right now mm-hmm. or who are just graduating who are training and who have trained in certain fields that look like they're about to become redundant but at the same time i don't want to do a whole lot of catastrophizing because well, almost every field is gonna suffer that That's yeah like, like yeah, even, yeah even stuff that you would think is like 
creative or whatever. Like, oh yeah, like something I do, like audio mixing. That there's like shitloads of your AI jobs programs. On the, yeah, your jobs that are on trying the to block. make like a stereo mix within half an hour of your concert or whatever, and it would then just churn it out. Wow. And there you go. Like, and that's good enough. It's most of the time. Yeah. And it does it warrant then spending two hundred or whatever fucking. But not even just that. In these different and... industries, there's so much pressure not to make any novel choices anyway, because of all the politics that goes on in terms of creative decision making. So even the people who are in charge of making creative decisions are prohibited from using the full capacity of their creativity or even the technologies that are at their disposal. Because there's a ton of decision makers and politics in the background. So the choices that they're making are usually very conservative and safe and could be made by machines. Yeah, For, I like, mean... Yeah, yeah, like, there are a lot of people I know, I don't want to say too much or whatever, but there are lots of people I know that work in creative industries and I've had experiences in creative industries where you're kind of prohibited from being creative. Mm. You're not really meant to. You're you're there to basically do what you're... To perform a function despite whatever your job role says a lot of the time. And like, because of the politics and the control and all of those different things, the financial incentives, it makes a lot more sense for things to be outsourced this way. Mm. Um, Because people are already kind of working in that fashion as well. Yeah. Um, I think there there are like benefits and good good sides to it in some ways. There's obviously all of these like bad things. But at the same time, like, you know, as like um, as someone that's trying to make stuff and trying to do things like as a as a music artist, you have to be way more than just that today. Right. You have to be a graphic designer, a fucking video maker, like mm-hmm. all sorts of other shit as well. And so if there's tools that can kind of help you bash out oh, yeah. stuff cheaply with no costs that look great high quality then fuck me dude like that's that's awesome yeah. that's like really cool and, and that's why there's going to be some like really good creative uses of the yeah. stuff and that's why what i was going to say is that i don't want to be too doom and gloom about it like there's this really interesting thing that terence mckenna said which is that like we're existing at a time where there's going to be great innovation and amazing feats for humanity while at the same time major catastrophes mm-hmm. and major so it's like we're at this apex of like both at the moment and as much as i'm you know kind of anxious about the future i don't want to wallow in anxiety because there's also a ton of potential too like as much as i chat shit on all of this stuff i am quite excited about some of it like especially as somebody who makes video essays yeah if there was it's so hard to to put they're so difficult to put together and to edit and to find uh resources for and like I love creating montage like in my video essays. I'm like super inspired by people like Adam Curtis and I love to really curate the clips that I choose and make sure every single one of them has like significance if I can help it. And if there was like a technology that made it easier for me to better get what's in here out onto the screen, that's something that's amazing and full of potential. And like, yeah, these are things that I'm excited about and these are things that we should be excited about but the economy that we're currently in and the incentive structure behind the businesses that like run everything is what like makes these technologies potentially harmful towards like the workforce all of those different things because it's not as if they're going to shuffle things around in this egalitarian way when has that ever happened throughout history whenever there's been a major twist like this there's always like those who kind of are 
sacrificed <laughs> on the altar of progress. To be fair, if there's like an AI that could like go through your inbox and then every day instead of like having to troll <laughs> through your e- emails, it's literally like a conversation with Cortana or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, Gary messaged you about <laughs> drinks on Friday. And like, oh, Send Gary's him a polite. Nar- Gary's an arsehole. I can't be asked with that. Don't write that. Tell him like I'm busy or something. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, okay, next, ag- next on the agenda. You're like, this is easy. This is Life like, on easy mode. Yeah, I, I, like, oh man. Well, but no, no I, I, I kind well, of, I'm also that. skeptical like, about that because could, it, it could like take all of the fucking because there's so many channels of fucking uh, communication these days. Yeah, it, like feels like it fucking overwhelms me. Yeah, everyone has like an like, email job where well, they're not like, only just that, but like email, fucking WhatsApp, fucking text, fucking discord yeah freaking like all these different things facebook messenger every any, every any social, other social media, media has you're its dms on. yeah yeah so like it's just yeah. it, everyone adds to another thing where like you're it's another set of messages that you feel like you're either obligated to check up on yeah. or whatever else yeah. and it's like extra psychic pressure which is why i kind of try to limit like the number of social media accounts that i have yeah or i'm really active on yeah because otherwise it just may, it would make i already feel overwhelmed yeah. let alone add in three more fucking <laughs> accounts on top of that yeah i don't know but i feel like that that if there was an ai that could take all of those from all of those different fucking things that yeah. you're on and then be like just t- talk through me I, I, you don't have to then log into all of this stuff you just, i don't like, know just talk through this fucking thing and it's going to do all the messages wherever they fucking need to i feel like i know i feel like the digitization of like communication already makes things impersonal yeah and like it becomes 10 times more impersonal if you're sending people ai generated fucking it's not ai generated uh, automatic it's like <laughs> assisted it's because you're saying it but, but it just like, like it pizzazzes and razzles it up for you it pizzazzes and razzles where it's necessary <laughs> but then also we'll like send it in whatever platform through whatever format or message it needs to be i don't know you i know i because I, mean? I find it's the same thing like you know that like um you, every all of us have like the weird aunt that sends us the Christmas card yeah. from the company that's just like printed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you fulfilled your obligation of like reminding of reminding me that you know that I exist. Thank you very much, type of thing. And I feel like this is just that, but like taken to that's like a very cynical way to view <laughs> uh, card giving. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's pointless, but whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm like a curmudgeon. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it does add like a layer of abstraction and of you can't trust anything. You don't know if the email that's being written to you was written by somebody with like intention or if they did it through an AI. You don't know if the video you're watching is Even if real. It, hey, you listen, don't know listen if, to this. Even if it was through an AI. They asked that AI to make it like it had intention. <laughs> so they clearly wanted Add you to think more that it had intention. In there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Make so it like more even, personable. Even, even, that it's just sort of, an, and that's the, I guess, the, the kind of the crux of the point is that it's an extension and a way of kind of actually doing that stuff faster. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Instead mm. of me sort of like to c- putting out intention, I feel like there's so much of the stuff that becomes like dealing with digital life. Mm. becomes a non-stop demand demand of admin tasks yeah basically like writing and typing shit and that becomes super fatiguing and this is kind of it's kind of linked to the metaverse thing in a way Mm. because it's kind of it's the realization that this is only so fast Mm -hmm. having to open tabs and do all of this shit and type 
and all of this and like the time from your head to your finger and what like about the those like super codes wasted energy and f- and fucking wasted time and it's just getting in the way of it, all the stuff what about those super coders who have like the the thing that gives you five an extra finger those are fake they're not real finger. those are fake i thought it was real oh, no, the i thought that was like thing. some proper gamer bro yeah no that's like a like cyberpunk tackers. thing where there's someone that's like made yeah like another thumb that goes on the other side of your hand so there's like another thumb that goes on this side so that you can type like a fucking cyborg yeah but <laughs> even that even that you're still typing yeah that's the whole point it's like not like and I think even having it's trying a, to make things more intuitive, which yeah, is like intuitive, yeah, uh, frictionless, and like um, more natural, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of the sort of then the techno, uh, what do you call transhumanist, it? Uh, transhumanist yeah. sort of like uh, how they're going to creep in there is by you sort of talking to Alexa to begin with, and I don't talk to any <laughs> of them at the at the minute. I don't talk to any of the all, Jake any refuses of my to Jake refuses to. I talk find it to bizarre. You. I find the whole thing bizarre. <laughs> But if you were able to do it like that, where it was really like Blade Runner-esque and like seamless and just like bang, and you didn't have to worry about it fucking up or adding 10 bananas to your shopping cart when you're trying <laughs> to reply to Gary and tell him to fuck off on Friday. Like, But I it has. But that's the thing. There's been several, in, there's been several instances of reported malfunctions mm. over the last couple of years. Um, one of which was, one of the first ones was obviously the, the, um, the demon... Uh, picture one i don't know if you remember that one where um i think it was mid journey apparently generated some like demonic figure or whatever um and then there was a couple of weeks ago i think it was a new york times journalist went to speak to google's um ai and then it like started saying that he should leave his wife and that it was in love with him and basically like coming on to him really strongly they're, they're, I think Hot. a couple <laughs> Jake's fucking ultimate fantasy that's like, that's like her too that's like the sequel <laughs> to that movie Jake's ultimate fantasy like, like oh, an wow, aggressively you, sexual you went, you went through a really um, crazy crazy adventure there with your with your AI girlfriend that went and disappeared into the internet come in for an investigation <laughs> we want to ask you some questions <laughs> and then it begins <laughs> oh laying it on thick with a new one <laughs> You there with your dick out. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Fully erect. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, there, there have been several. There was even before that, like back like in 2016, I think it was, where I think either Twitter or some Facebook, one of them was like programming its chatbots and then it got super racist. Oh no. I think that was like an open source one that they fed um, all of 4chan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. bright idea. Yeah, I think it was called like 4GPT or like something like that. Mm. Like before G- ChatGPT Chat 4 was a, a thing. It was, was like a while ago, obviously. But then, yeah, it became um, like the most toxic person you could ever encounter. On internet, <laughs> the, basically. But that's basically what their major fears are surrounding, you know, these language learning models is number one, disinformation. And obviously that debate has been raging because what exactly does that consist of? What are the parameters of that? It is quite clear that like chat GBT has like a certain leaning. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the answer to that is creating like... MAGA GPT or whatever the fuck. No, but it is. It is also that doesn't get you any closer to the truth. It's like the thing, isn't it? Like where these things don't exist in like vacuum, Mm. right? Where like I because I think the first idea is like, oh, this is great. If this replaces Google, then instead of when I want to search for something, 
I can just have a conversation with this thing that's going to tell me the information instead of spitting up five ads at the top and I have to wade through fucking pages and then find the information and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. It'll just tell me the thing. It's like, yeah, but it's still going to be... It's, there's still fucking financial interest tied in with Microsoft and all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. they're going to put certain things above others and it's it's still playing the same fucking game. It's just in a new framework, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it do, it hasn't really done that at all no and maybe there will be like a totally open source you know ai that's kind of available but it's going to be janky Mm -hmm. it's going to be like linux it's going to be you know (laughs) it's going to be like you know very capable if you know what you're fucking doing but if you don't know what you're fucking doing then like you know (laughs) it's going to be a real uphill battle and like you're not you it's not going to be like it's literally going to be the difference between an apple and a and like a linux um, phone or hardware or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. where something is as easy as like do you want this? Press the button <laughs> oh yay, here you go versus okay, do you want this? yeah, learn how to like <laughs> script it in and fucking install it and put all the correct things in the right pathways and all this fucking shit mm. like Linux is like a fucking different beast but yeah. it's, it's, it's like catered to open source yeah, and be completely customizable and not kind of led uh, in, in, you know, in, in those kind of in those kinds of ways where it would allow for like data tracking and shit like mm. that. Like it's the opposite ethos to a lot of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where there's always that kind of tech ladder, like as it goes around, right? But they're, they're always the janky version of it. Yeah. So it's kind of, um, yeah. <laughs> my, my scare, my, the thing I'm the most afraid of though, um, in terms of the potential of these technologies is like the video capability. Once that gets to the point where it's indistinguishable from reality, mm. That's going to be... Because, I mean, it, the photos have already gotten to that point. I mean, it's even gotten to the point where people who do headshots, who, like, are professional headshot takers mm-hmm. are, like, out of business now. You can, like, put your selfie into mid-journey and it will, like, generate yeah. you pretty fucking, um, like, like amazing professional-looking headshots. Yeah. Um, well, not only that, I think... I you could even do wedding... The... People are doing wedding photos. But I think that's terrible because... The point of wedding photos is that you have the fucking experience. Like yeah. You're in the place, in the beautiful environment with your partner and they're taking pictures of but you. But then it can look like you were getting married on Tatooine. <laughs> that's fucking dope. But that's not, a mem- that's not a memory. That's just a fantasy. It's a dream. And that's the thing that like is, is the scary thing about this is it's blurring the lines between memory and fantasy. And also, I think sometimes it even becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like... <clears throat> A couple of weeks ago, someone did like a AI generated image of Trump being arrested. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm such a boomer that when I was scrolling through Twitter, I thought it was real. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, what have, what have they done to Donny T? Like, they're, they're tackling him on the floor. But yeah, it's fake. It was fake or whatever. But then now look what's happened. He's been indicted, like all of this stuff. Like, it's always to the line where like fantasy and like actual events and experience are beginning to kind of disintegrate well, I, I think it's it goes even further than that where like there's no need for models anymore yeah because essentially they will get um scans or images with a blank background of the clothes that they're trying to sell you and then they'll just pop that in and type in the description of the person that they want and they've got infinite diversity yeah and like infinite, models. <laughs> infinite people that infinite don't beauty. even exist yeah to like just sell you the stuff because that's all they're trying to do at the end yeah. of the day they're yeah. not trying to make careers for no. anyone they're trying to sell you yeah. products yeah and if they can do that without the headway of hiring a photographer 
doing oh the photographer for the, for the initial clothes but you don't yeah. have to then fucking do a whole shoot with all these people and craft services and all this other shit I deal with egos and all of that shit yeah and me too cases and shit so it's just it's <laughs> there'll be just, no need for hashtag me too it's gonna streamline a lot of stuff and i guess like at the end of the day as well like if you kind of got into like editing or like doing stuff or working in post-production and you end up making adverts a lot of the time do you feel like super satisfied with that like i've read like there was a lot of guys in bullshit jobs like david graber's bullshit jobs that i was listening to again recently where they were saying exactly that of like oh you know i wanted to make movies and like i fucking did this because i have a love for cinema and like all of this stuff mm. i learned all of these amazing tricks but now we just use it to make fucking models look thinner to make people's <laughs> self-esteem even worse yeah yeah and fucking yeah. it's the opposite, opposite of what i've like got these skills to do but that's what's proper that's what it yields money yeah and so that's what the studio will do and that's how i can pay my fucking rent and yeah, in the yeah, city. yeah yeah so like it's sort of got, and and maybe that in the most utopian way possible all this ai stuff will kind of make it, it shift and go well actually if at the end of the day w- what that was really important for was selling a product and yeah. we don't need all these fucking people yeah then fuck it that was kind of a bullshit job yeah <laughs> and we can get rid of it and, yeah. be, and like take a graberist approach <laughs> to, to things and then r.i.p but then like fellow londoner as well yeah fellow londoner legends but then like, we we had him on the show we had him on the show on the, remember, old, show. On the old show and we, we were supp- I, it was it was sad because i remember after the show he was like um you know, come hang out, like because he mm-hmm. lived in West London, and, mm-hmm. and we were in West London at the time, and but then you know, sadly, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Sorry, you just reminded me of it, and it made me sad. <laughs> sorry, really sad. but yeah, in the utopian way, maybe it will kind of make people realize a lot of the stuff that they do serves kind of um, bullshit in lots of ways, mm-hmm. and that then we could reshape, and it, we can't then as society just go, oh look at all these people are unemployed and there's nothing for them to do. We'll just give them universal basic income and they can like <laughs> go to the bookies. <laughs> like, I don't think that that will, that can't be fucking what happens. I think that is probably so, like, what will then happen. Then maybe, well, in the utopian vision, that's definitely not what happens. So then in the, <laughs> in the utopian vision, yeah, then you elevate kind of things that would be of actual value. Mm-hmm. You can't AI a plumber. No. You can't AI even like, you know, a. F- yeah, you could AI filmmaker, but that shit is going to take a long time to really get there. And not mm. only that, but the process of making a film is to build careers, is to form, like, it takes a village of people to yeah, fucking make Yeah, to make shit. movies, yeah. Like, you know, the purpose of, like, yeah, the purpose of bullshit music that plays in the fucking supermarket to make you in a mood to buy more things, that is, like, why they put those playlists on that's like half of half of it like <laughs> consume it is it's like pop music the type of pop music the upbeat stuff all of this kind of thing it'll put you in a fucking mood to like spend money or make yeah. you feel relaxed or whatever yeah. the fuck yeah like they'll just have ai generated music for that they'll have they already have ai generated ambient playlists on spotify i feel a little bit offended but you know <laughs> it's like because they because they, they would think that's like the least that's the lowest bar of like if we generate that it's just bleeps and bloops people aren't really going to think we're taking over the world yeah it's like okay well then if you put a jazz playlist on and that was all fucking ai generated you'd shit your pants yeah yeah <laughs> you would fucking that yeah. would all of a sudden be like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on here this isn't right yeah that's too human that's mm-hmm. too like you know soulful what I mean? That's got too Which much. Which is in yeah, it. the sort of the but soul. At the end of the day, it's, is it, what it, 
Ooh. this is like obscuring, which is why I'm skeptical of it. But I do, I even though I don't like the soullessness of the the form in and of itself, I do see how these tools, when employed by humans, can make things that were difficult or less accessible more available and also broaden your own scope of creativity for instance if there was some kind of ai ai generated um technology that allowed me to just kind of say a screenplay into a microphone Mm -hmm. and then the images and characters and dialogue that i say appear that would be fucking amazing. Like that yeah. would be super and it, cool. And it didn't look janky and like yeah, and like shitty. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. And any, I mean, any, it would mean anybody could make a film. Anyone could make a movie. Anyone could make a short. Anyone could make a at no cost at low at no cost or low cost. Like, mm-hmm. and that showcases what's in here out here. And I guess that mm-hmm. that's the aim is to get what's in here out here. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that or see that as something that's like you know worthy of suspicion but what i do think is worthy worthy of suspicion is like the market's desire to generate soulless forms for profit um mm-hmm. that's that's not cool yeah. <laughs> you know or even like wh- what you're doing most of the time when you've got like when you're putting one of those kind of playlists on or something mm-hmm. it's background activity yeah so you're not actively listening anyway yeah so if it's just noodling away and generating human music <laughs> to quote rick and morty like you know what is the harm in that (laughs) i don't know i i wouldn't want i wouldn't want to listen to ai generated jazz that's so demonic what if it was really good it's like a fuck (laughs) jake's like what if it was beyond mid what if it like blew your mind it was absolutely great if you were like oh put make uh you know a joe gilberto style jazz playlist on and it infinitely generated like new styles of like bossa nova yeah in that style i doubt it you would be I, listening to it in the background and be like this is actually this is really good and the more it goes on the better it gets as well the the, the ai is better than john coltrane and just sort of, <laughs> no i don't think i because i i feel like jazz is such a soulful form of music like there's this really interesting thing that jung says where he's like uh speaking is the language of like the ego of thought of the mind and like music and singing is like the language of the soul and like why it's so important because it's the only way that you can get things from the soul like across and um yeah i feel like jazz is such a soulful form of music that i can't really see that soulfulness being replicated by something that doesn't have a soul i think you need a soul to like make proper jazz i think you're gonna be really surprised <laughs> you're like i think you're gonna be in for a rude awakening yeah, i think you're gonna be I, really I think that's surprised. cynical and also kind of sad if uh if true <laughs> yeah but I, i'm not I, like that's what i'm waiting for like and it's gonna you're a musician you shouldn't even fucking uh, yeah but then it's gonna you be should like, be yeah. saying what i'm saying right now no because that's my point it's this background i don't want background listening i don't want someone to fucking put my shit on in the background mm. whilst the, you want someone to be engaged with yeah, what you've yeah, done yeah. you've like people fucking... don't even listen to albums anymore i know but like, this is the whole fucking yeah. point and, like if you're gonna fucking not bother then like yeah it puts okay computer on and then when it's finished it just keeps going Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and you and actually i would put money that 90 percent of people wouldn't even notice until a good 10 minutes or so yeah and then be like whoa whoa what's going on oh shit this is fine yeah what they've got other playlists 
<laughs> there you fucking go. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Well, anyway, folks, uh, we've run out of time this evening. Run out of time and run out of battery as well. <laughs> I will get the power adapter. I promise. Yeah, I just we've keep just been to. Yeah, I've been very absent-minded. And, and uh, yeah, it's fine. I know, man. It's all been a bit overwhelming. Like all of this AI stuff. It's like. <laughs> It's like changing the world yep. in lots of ways. And you can kind of see it inevitably coming. And so you're sort of like, do I retrain as like a farmer or something? <laughs> or like a fisherman? Because you can't, they haven't got AI robots that can fish yet. And, you know, The world you're, you're always needs be, fishermen. You're going to be safe. Yeah, everywhere needs fishermen. So you can go anywhere <laughs> you with You go anywhere shit. and it's adventure on the high seas. You could Bonding do, with other men, you know. Like high, high level cooking. Like high <laughs> restaurant cooking. Is still going to be done by humans. Yeah. But then, well, McDonald's has already rolled out the first robot McDonald's. <laughs> really? Wait, when did that happen? In the Midwest. That happened last year. No way. Yeah, yeah. So there's a fully AI McDonald's that has like a manager that just literally watches the robots. I would actually prefer and... to go to AI McDonald's in all honesty. <laughs> like, if you're going to McDonald's, it's better to just have the fucking interaction be purely inhuman and clinical and just like because this is this is also <laughs> this also came up in like bullshit jobs of like the opposite of like um well not the opposite but like the uh, definition of, of bullshit jobs outside capitalism was like all these soviet examples he gave where because everybody needed to have a job there would be lots of fake jobs <laughs> yeah, yeah lots of fake jobs and lots of bullshit jobs mm-hmm. and like you would like he would make an example of like you go to the butchers to buy a cut of meat and three people it's their whole job to cut the meat, to wrap the meat, to do like they have yeah, one person for yeah. each thing just to give more people fucking jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, yeah, McDonald's is a little bit like that at this point. Yeah. Like if you had all of this stuff to make and it's just timed and it just goes bump, bump and it takes the fries out at this time. Why do you need someone there to fucking do all yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah. Like... Just to kind of prop up the idea that we have a that system you need that a works. Job, but you need a job because what? Because it pays you money to yeah, live. Yeah, Okay, well, like, and this is the kind of conversation I want to see starting getting yeah. fostered in it. Like, yeah. really taking apart what it means to work, mm-hmm. what it means to have a job. Because mm-hmm. a job and a career already people have in different minds of, like, what they are. Sometimes a career becomes a job. Well, like, even with, the, of... even with the whole trad wife movement among women, it's kind of women having that conversation in a way where it's like, Hmm, does is having a career really that important mm-hmm. is my are my social commitments and my family life more important mm-hmm. it's even though it sometimes gets handled in a very toxic way and i'm not going to say that the whole trad wife thing is something i'm necessarily fully on board with i can kind of understand where it's coming from because it's kind of people reevaluating the value of work and like what it actually means in the modern world and how much of the work that we is currently out there is completely like superfluous anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're about to run out of battery. So we will catch you next week with a new episode of the show. But if you miss us, um, you can catch us on Patreon. If you join our Patreon, you get access to our discord, which gives you access to book club and you can read the Tao Te Ching with us, which we are currently reading all together um thank you guys so much for watching this evening and we'll catch you again next week Goodbye. bye